<laughs> Today we're kind of roundabout covering like this moment, this reckoning of like, I'm going to stop acting as if my life could be lived tomorrow because it really can't. And also I'm going to come to the realization that my journey is my own, my experiences and my interpretation of those experiences are my own and people can laugh at that, but it's your reality. And so that either means something to you or it doesn't, but your reality is important here. Your view is vital. And honestly, it's the only truth that's worth clinging to. Right? I tried to tell everybody how I felt and they just laughed at me. And then I just said like, well, that's not very nice. And then kept right on going because it was just my truth. <laughs> Regardless of whether people found that valuable or laughable or whatever, it was my truth and my reality. Dramatic or not. That was me. And that was the place that I was in. And then I just started realizing how precious life is and really how unpromised every minute is. And so the fact that you're waking up every single day, feeling miserable, hating your job, hating your life, wishing that you could do more of the things that you enjoy doing but not doing them, that's a waste of your time. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, Every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life and we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur creative vibes that are going out into this world and the more that I get to experience that the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, 
let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, dreamers. Hey, how are you? You look great today. You really do. Glowing and not in like a pregnancy way, unless you're pregnant, in which case you're double, triple glowing. And I'm not just saying that like you seriously are. Okay. Let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. My great thing from yesterday. Hmm. You know, I think just sticking to the five and five planning as how I navigate my day. The days that I do, I feel so much more accomplished. And the days that I'm like, I don't know, I don't have five things, or I don't have 10 things, or I'm not going to be sitting at my desk. So let's just go willy nilly at the day. I think are always days where I experience a lower frequency the following day. It doesn't necessarily happen in real time, but the following day, right? I've gotten off the schedule. I've gotten off the path and it impacts me energetically. And so yesterday I was emailing back and forth with a client, with a potential client, and they sent like an email past when I said that I was done working. Like I had checked all the boxes. I was done. Right. And presence. Hi. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, as some of you are, or as a mother or as a, someone who just does a lot of things, wears a lot of hats, the work isn't ever really done. So what does it hurt to read that email? Well, this is exactly what's hurting us right? Like our inability to curb things and to allow ourselves presence, just letting it all sort of bleed into one thing. Like, no, ma'am, I'm off. I could add your call to the list tomorrow. I could read the email tomorrow, but I'm, I'm not going to do it tonight. I'm not. I'm done. Right? Because We're the ones that are putting the urgency and the timelines on things. People will like become accustomed to the pressure we put on our own selves. Well, like if I'm prioritizing my presence, then that's really all that matters. Like I can respond to you tomorrow. I can read the email tomorrow. I can call back tomorrow. But I said, when these 10 things are done, my work day is done, then that's where it stops. And it's so hard, especially when you're working from home, especially when email's right at your fingertips, right? Like, oh, I could just respond to this email quick. Like, no, stop it. Stop it. Stop it all the way. Stop. Seriously. Because you're the one that's allowing the lines to be blurred. And it's really as simple as bucketing when you're doing what. No one needs you to respond, right? And so many things end up working their way out. And I feel like this on the other side of like 
anger or resentment as the initial response, right? Like if you're in that mental place, definitely don't respond then. Let it ride out for a little bit. It's okay, right? A lot of times we're putting these expectations that aren't necessary. Most people don't respect, don't respond, expect immediate response. Most people. Some people do. And if that's not something that you can give someone, then it might not be the right fit. And that's good too. Right? Come on. You know, especially when you're being your own boss and the harder thing is, well, like every second that isn't spent working is a second that you could be making money, right? You're the one who has to decide what's worth it in this life. And you're the one who gets to decide where your presence goes. Do you want it answering emails all night long? Do you want it interrupting dinner dates? Do you want it interrupting soccer games? Like, where do you want to be? Because you can work that hard. Absolutely. But it probably isn't required. And that's on you. What are you trying to build? And so this has been really hard for me because... I am, hmm, I would self-term myself an insane workaholic when I let myself become that. Like, it's hard for me to not become obsessed with something and, like, endlessly, blindly dive all the way in. I was just talking to my husband about this this morning. Like, Hannah doesn't half. And I'm learning so much about myself in this process of building myself to be an entrepreneur that, like, I have to respect the fact that any job that I take on, I go all the way in on. All the way. And so I have to take things a little more seriously when I decide that this is a client I'm going to work with, or I decide that this is a project that I'm going to take on, it's not like, oh, I'll show up and you'll, like, I become obsessed and it's probably almost unhealthy. And that's why I have to structure in presence, in what my days are going to look like, in we're only doing 10 things today. We can't conquer the entire world. You can't take another webinar today. Like, girl, eventually we just got to start cranking some things off the list. And sticking to my 5 and 5 planner really helps me to structure and stay committed to not only my business and the presence that I put into that, but also the presence that I allow myself outside of that. Because now I know when a work day has ended. Now I know that I can't answer that call unless I have capacity. Now I know that I'm not responding to that email tonight, but I can read it and be fully present in the morning to respond. Now I know where that line gets drawn. We already checked all the boxes today. Close up shop. And that's such an important self-growth piece for me because... uh, I'll work all day and all night. Don't tempt me. And that's problematic. It is. 
And I used to like lean on that as that being the biggest asset of who I am. Well, I have this way of becoming obsessed with things and becoming this huge hype person for things that I get really interested in and really excited about. Cool. And that's something that I feel like I let people take advantage of and utilize that in their favor and not mine sometimes. And that's why sometimes you got to step back and have that self-realization. And then if you're lucky enough to be able to build what your life looks like or to be able to build your own company, your own corporation, your own thing, then that is a balance that you are responsible for now. You don't get to say, oh my gosh, they're taking advantage of me. You're taking advantage of yourself or you're not. And you're the one who establishes the price. And so if I feel like my hypedness and my all-inness is worth $75 an hour, then that's what I'm going to need to charge, right? And I decide what that worth is now. Huh? Yeah, try being that bold and asking for prices like that. Go for it. But you're the one that establishes the worth from here on out, and you're also the one who establishes the balance. There's no pointing fingers when it's just you. They all point back to you. So if you're not balancing and structuring your day in a way that you can win, in a way that you can be present, right? Then it's time to go back to the drawing board and figure out what that needs to look like. And maybe it's as simple as ready for the plug, picking up a five and five planner, which really helps you to restructure your day, become insanely effective because you're focused on 10 things a day versus 100. And there's actually an accomplishment cycle, which allows you to balance and structure your day in a way that turns to be wildly effective, right? In a way that gets you back to winning. And that's what we're all about. And it's not just for entrepreneurs, moms who are feeling overwhelmed, people who have days that are slightly unstructured in their workspace, right? Where you have more freedom. This is an effective strategy for really anyone. It, if you stick to the structure of nothing over, nothing under an hour on the top of the list, the first five, and nothing over a half an hour on the bottom of the list, it's accounting for seven and a half hours. If you go by hour to half hours, right? And you're probably going for more and you're probably going for less. And like, it's going to put you into a structure that you can't even really deny. And most importantly, it's going to allow you to say, good, Job well done. Check, 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 check. Done. Goodbye, office. Good night. I finished for the day. Goodbye. We're not bleeding over. We're walking out. Check, list, done. Anything that didn't get done from the checklist, which is rare, can filter over to the next day, but we are done, son. Goodbye. Okay, that was a shameless plug. Enjoy the 5 and 5 planner. You can find them on Amazon by searching Hannah Nuss or 5 and 5 planner, but it's easier to get there through Hannah Nuss. I don't know how long you'll have to scroll if you do 5 and 5 planner. It should be upping in the algorithm, but 
come on, Amazon's got a lot of stuff on there. Anyways, that's where you can check out that planner. We do have a training on how to utilize the planner, but you don't need that. Uh, just purchasing the planner will give you enough of a plan. We have instructions built right into that planner, but if you need further assistance with that, there is a training that's available. Uh, okay, but also you can check out the 5 and 5 podcast episode. I can't remember what number it is, 500 and something, um, to go through the training right there. Okay, that was our great thing. I don't even remember what we all talked about now that I just did that shameless plug. Enjoy, enjoy your 5 and 5 planner. The current quarter we're on are the green and the yellow planners. We will seasonally release new colors and designs. Okay. That's all. Uh, let's go ahead and dive all the way in today. I wanted to approach this topic not lightly at all because here's the thing. People are going to doubt you. Love you, but doubt you. Not all the time. Some people are going to support you. <laughs> but for the most part, people are going to doubt you. And we get to control, just like we get to control our day, we get to control what we let <laughs> in. <laughs> Guys, that's a really good sneeze. That's like commercial level sneeze. You're welcome. We don't edit here. This is just real time flow. Okay. <laughs> So I think I titled this, I told everyone what I felt and then they laughed at me, which is a Dax. It's how he starts one of his um, <laughs> songs. So I love quoting songs as titles, but that's the reality, right? You're going to say the things that you want and people are going to laugh. You're going to say the way that you feel and people are going to go, mm hmm, huh. Shouldn't feel that way. That's weird. And that's sort of where I picked up this show was like, I was telling people exactly how I felt, right? And even though it wasn't age appropriate to sort of be having a midlife crisis, which is pretty much why people were laughing at me because they're like, get over yourself. You have so much life to live. And that was the freaking problem. I had so much life to live. Maybe. And that's all of us. Maybe we have so much life to live. And so when I was telling people, oh, it's like, I, I just feel like I'm supposed to be doing something. Well, yeah, we all feel like we're supposed to be doing something. Go volunteer for a nonprofit. Go be in the junior achievement squad. I don't know. Go do like, no, I was doing things that I felt good about. I just felt like there was something bigger and I felt like I wasn't in alignment. It didn't feel good. The life that I was living didn't feel good. It felt okay, but it didn't feel good and the damn sure did not feel great. And I wanted a great life and people were laughing at that. Like, you're so young, just wait it out. There isn't all that much to accomplish. This is just life. Just settle down. 
settle down, right? And people are basically laughing because it's like, oh, I don't know, go buy a sports car. How do we manage midlife crisis? Well, midlife crisis happened for a reason, right? Like we're supposed to wake up. We're supposed to come to this bigger realization that like life is short and it's shortening, right? You get to the middle of your life and you go, holy shit, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. What have I done? Well, I essentially had that at 30. I'm not really sure why. I'm not sure why I got it early. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it was just like the the pace at which I was accomplishing things wasn't normal for my age either, but I had set what I wanted to accomplish. And so I had set that bar too low. So it was time to dream again. And I think that's why I got to the midlife crisis. And most people probably set things that are big so they can accomplish them over time. And so by the time they're 50, they're probably accomplishing them. And maybe I set my dreams too low, or maybe I was just a high achiever. Either way, we got to 30 and had a midlife crisis and everyone thought it was the funniest shit they've ever heard. <laughs> oh my gosh, a 30 year old. Imagine having a midlife crisis. That's hilarious. It's so funny. So funny. But it, it wasn't funny. It's true. It was burnout. It was like disgust. It was all these things. But more than anything, it was just like lack of vision for where we go from there. And people laugh because it's silly. It's silly. But it, 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 it was real. <laughs> and I don't know, man. Like, there's this bigger realization that there's a whole lot of noise in the world that's going to continually distract you that you can allow to take part in or not, period, right? You can allow to consume copious amounts of things or not. What actually helps you? What's actually worth tapping into, responding to, giving your time and energy and what's not? And a lot of us don't decide. We just become victims to this larger amount of consumption than not, right? Like we have to respond to the email right when it sends. We have to answer the text message right when it comes through. We have to respond to the Snapchat, to the Facebook notification, to all these things, right? Like don't even kid yourself. All of these items are just meant to gamify our attention basically. Because we know when we make it a game, when we make it based on acceptance, people respond. They want to be accepted. They want to be liked. We want to fit in. Well, we don't want to fit in. If we have to fit in, then we're not really fitting in at all because we're changing in order to fit. Right? We're shape-shifting. Which ends up just basically not allowing us to find alignment. And then we have a mental breakdown or some sort of midlife crisis. And then we decide, holy crap, if I could go back. Well, we can't go back. We can't. 
It's done. What's done is done. It's done. So you are where you are right now in life. And here's what I can tell you. If I told you today that your life was ending six months from now, the path that you would take would be insanely different from the road that you are on right now. Right? You'd do things different, wouldn't you? You'd make different decisions. You'd quit that job. You'd go see your grandkids. You'd go see your kids. You'd go hang out. You'd cuddle more. You'd love more. You'd do all these things more, wouldn't you? Guys, who's promising you that you have tomorrow? Who? Who's promising you that you have 30 more years until retirement? Who's promising you that? Nobody. Right? So you're saving for a tomorrow that may never happen. You're waiting to live your life in its entirety, in your own fullness, for a tomorrow that you may never experience. Come on. Come on. Like, what is it going to take for you to wake up and realize that tomorrow, tomorrow is not coming? You have today, you have this day right here. And what are the things that you want to do in this life? You can teach yourself that. You can learn it. You can take that new path. It may be slow. You may have to change some things in your life. But wouldn't it be amazing tomorrow to wake up and go, Huh, you know, if I left this planet today, I've done the things that I wanted to do. And I may not have reached all of those goals, but like I set the path to go do those things. I know that when I leave here, the people that I care about will know that I love them. What if waking up like that was possible? What if waking up like that was possible every day? What if you got in alignment with the things that you really wanted in life, right? Like, and not just say them, actually do them. Well, if I had more time, I would just spend so much more time with my grandkids. But I have this job. I have this. Well, like, okay. What do you actually want? Are you willing to write it? Are you willing to say it out loud? Are you willing to write it down? What are those things? What are they? And then, like, what do you need to look at differently to get more of that? Because, yeah. Are you going to have to restructure your life? Maybe. Maybe some of you don't even have to. One of my favorite people that I follow is Gary Vee. And he was one of the main inspirations for doing this show because he very plainly said at the start of my show, which was when I just started recording for three months because I didn't know how to produce or publish podcasts. He simply said, if you wanted to, you would. And right after he said that, I just started recording audio, period. No idea what I was ever going to do with it. No idea if it was ever going to go anywhere. Just started recording because he was right. Hannah, if you wanted to do a podcast, you would. Oh, okay. Well, that almost seems too simple. Well, the same things apply to all of those dreams. (laughs) 
right? To all of those things that you want to do. And it doesn't have to be building a company or becoming an entrepreneur or writing a book or doing a podcast to have worth. I want to spend more time with my grandkids. Okay. Huh. Well, if you wanted to, you would. Why haven't you done it already? Oh, well, everybody's busy and I don't know. Do I have to text someone? Maybe they're on vacation. I don't know what's going on. Well, guess what? What if I told you that those grandkids were going away tomorrow? They were going to move across the country and you were never going to see them again. I bet you'd see them every day up until they moved, wouldn't you? Yeah. So like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for with all of this? Because no one is sitting here promising anything. The only promise is that it will come to an end. And you don't know if that's tomorrow or seven weeks from now or 28 years from now, three years from now, right? You don't know. But you're going to sit on a couch every night being miserable for what? So you can make a car payment? Well, geez, I really hope that that car makes you happy. Because you're literally passing up on a life that could make you happy so you can drive a nicer car. Gosh. Well, I want to see my grandkids, but I got to work this job. Why do you actually have to work the job? Well, Hannah, I got to pay bills. Okay, cool. I'm with you. Totally with you. We all got to pay bills. But like, what bills do you actually have to pay? Well, Hannah, I have to have a dependable car. Okay. Cool. But like, what car is dependable? It's the same as with the guarantee of life. <laughs> like, dependable cars is probably the funniest excuse that I actually hear. Because even a car that you drive off the lot that's brand new could basically crap on you. Well, you can get warranties and you can do all of that. Yeah, cool. You can. You're not wrong. But like, in the grand scheme of it, how reliable is any given car actually? Well, it's not. Same with your life. How reliable is your life? Is your health? Like, isn't. Isn't reliable. Right? I could walk to the bathroom after this podcast, slip on a thing of water, and my entire life could change. That's what we're up against. And so many of us are waiting for someone to come and tell us that it's it's going to be over six months from now. So I will release you to live the life that you want. If you wanted to, you would. You'd change everything, right? Because if I told you that there were six months, you would change everything. You'd probably sell the car. You'd probably quit the job. You'd probably, right? Well, Hannah, I only have six months. I could probably live off of the income that I have for six months. No problem. If I know that I'm dying in six months. Okay. But like, 
how often do you sit down and really crunch the numbers to figure out how you could release yourself into the life that you actually want to live? Because so many of us just aren't willing to look that in the face. Because guess what? When we look it in the face, we realize that it's not that far out of reach. That it's not that crazy. (laughs) Right? The hardest thing that I did was sit down with the actual numbers of what it looked like to convert my salary over to entrepreneurship. How much do I actually have to make to make that leap? And? Can we live off of what we have for long enough in order to like make that step without it being stressful? Can we? Well, yeah. And I told you last month, we've officially replaced the income that I was making at my full-time job. Right? It took a while. It took a lot longer than I think any of us really wanted, but like it's only up from here, right? And maybe it goes back down and whatever, but like you can teach yourself to do these things. You are fully capable. I really don't even question that. You're just banking on a day that isn't bankable, dude. (laughs) It's not. Tomorrow is not bankable. Right now. This minute, right here, you're listening to this. This minute's bankable. The next one isn't. So what are you doing with this minute? What are you doing with this day that starts to set the trajectory so you start waking up actually loving your life? What are you going to do today that puts you a step closer to that? What sacrifices are you going to make? Some of you don't even have to make a freaking sacrifice. Like, that's what drives me even crazier. Some of you, like, maybe have to shop a little bit less, but you'd probably be just fine. And you still aren't jumping. Right? Like, benefits favor the bold. At some point, you gotta be bold and whatever that boldness looks like for you, but like stop banking on something that's not a guarantee. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you gonna do? Change the world. Hey, you've made it all the way here. And I do want to tell you that this is like where the real listeners go to get the inside track because. We have started to work with Brain.fm, which is an incredible meditation, creative focus app, which actually helps with all of those things. Focus, relaxation, creativity. Like I utilize it in so many different ways and I didn't realize that it was sort of the music app that I was lacking. And I was excited when they reached out to become an affiliate of this show um, and help my listeners utilize this platform for all the things that we talk about on this show. Because music is one of those things that allows you to tap in and go to a higher level quicker than you could if you were just doing it on your own. So this helped so much in my meditative practice. It helped me from the mind wander that was constantly 
kind of coming up, it helped when I was in workflow for my mind to not wander into the lyrics of songs. It helped sort of just create this white noise in the background. And then this was the most unexpected help that happened. <laughs> it also helped with like getting my kids to bed and waking them up in the morning. I noticed that the general frequency of what usually would have been an up and down experience sort of leveled. And we all just experience this common calmness in all those instances where in a lot of nights and mornings, we'd have so many ups and downs. It leveled all of that out. So I'm excited. If you use the code, the death of a dream, you get 10% off of your subscription to that. Now, what I do love about it is that if it's not helping you, you can just end that subscription. So to try it for a month, it might cost you about three bucks. Okay. See if you like it. See if it works for you. And if it doesn't, you can always stop. Um, <laughs> but if it does, I think it's a really great way to tap into this self meditation, focus, presence work that we're always staying conscious of. <laughs> I will have the link in the show notes every day for you to go ahead and check that on out. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on <laughs> all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.